Hey family, good Friday. Blessed be the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a wonderful day in the land of the living. I am so grateful and honored to be on here with you today. I pray many of you have rested today. You didn't have any school. Some of you didn't have any work. And I pray that you allowed yourself to be refreshed in the presence of the Lord. Today, I want to talk to you about the movie that I got an opportunity to see. It's called The Pilgrim's Progress. And I have a very special guest with me, my daughter, who is going to share her views on the movie. But it's a very awesome movie. It, it really talks and it depicts who we are as the body of Christ and our struggles as Christian, as Christians and our struggle in our walk with God. And I thought it was awesome that the main character name is Christian because he basically symbolized each and every one of us. So without further ado, I'm going to allow my daughter to speak her view and what she took from the movie. Amen. 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 Hello, family. I am also delighted to be before you today to be able to talk about this wonderful movie that we have seen yesterday, which is very was very exciting and impactful. It really impacted my life as I watched this movie. It has strengthened me and has encouraged me to continuously go in my walk with the Lord. And I pray that as you also go to see this movie, that it will also impact your life and encourage you as a believer in Christ. I One of the things that I really want to say is that this movie was very symbolic and it goes to show how we ought to walk as believers in Christ and the type of hardships and the circumstances and the things that we're going to have to face as a Christian, that the Christian life is not always easy, but you know that at the end of the day, you get the victory in Christ Jesus. And that's basically what the whole entire movie is really about, about a man named Christian who symbolizes us as Christians. And he was a man who was just like every one of us as a person who has his own family. He was in his own home with his wife and his kids. And that's just how the movie started out with him being with his family. And he had a book in his hand. And it was a book about his belief about a promised land, a promised place in which he was willing and desiring to go to because of the, the town and the home that they was living in. Whatever type of circumstances that he was going through, he had a lot of burdens. And in the movie, it was showing that as if he had physical uh, a heavy weight on his back, but that heavy weight that was on his back really symbolizes burdens, burdens that we all take on in this life, burdens that we all face and, and have in our situations. When we're going through something, we, we caused it to have, to be a burden. And the thing was in the movie, his wife couldn't see the burdens that he was facing. Nobody was able to see it, but him. And he had these burdens on his back. And when he was in his, in this situation with him and his wife, because his wife, didn't believe while he believed and in their talk she said you either choose us or you choose to go to this place and pill um and christian decided that he's gonna go anyway and that, that symbolizes and goes to show that when you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you're believing in the promise of the kingdom of heaven and all the things that we are we, that we believe in without seeing that there's going to be people in our lives, even in, even our family members and people that we know who is not going to believe. And it's not our it's not our job to make them believe, but only to share about Christ, to share the good news, to share about the joy and the goodness and wish that we can that we can ever possibly have amen one of the things that stood out to me in the very beginning was the book that he got and of course the 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 story didn't give a title to the book but i took it from that book meant the bible and he read it 
the um the story in the story he read it day and night he took it to work with him he engulfed the word and that is something i wanted to tap into his faith and his hunger and his desire to see and go to the end was because he read the living word the word is alive the bible says it is alive and it's sharpened in a two-edged sword piercing down to the bone and to the marrow the word is alive and when you begin to read the word i mean and really read it not just skim through it not just do a daily devotion but when you really read it it gives you a desire it gives you a hunger and it gives you a thirst for righteousness and it causes you to want to learn more about who god is and that's what i took that the first thing Christian did before he begun his journey was he read that book. He read that book. And it really took me like, wow, what would happen? How much hunger, how much thirst would we really have if we really labored and read the word of God? Amen. Amen. That is definitely true because it is by reading the word of God that you're able to increase in your faith and believe it already. What is it that God is more than able to do in your life in the first place? And that's one of the things Christian was his zeal, his zeal and belief on the word and believing for what God can do through the word. And as he was continuously going in his journey, as he was walking through the land to walk straight forward to the to the kingdom, which is like in the movie, he had to go on this journey to meet the king. And as he's going through this journey, he's going through different types of obstacles. And it, I was like, wow, because us as believers in Christ, we have to go through obstacles, obstacles that are to strengthen our faith. And sometimes we have an enemy who really hates us and he doesn't like us. And he always tries to find things and always trying to do things to to make us not believe and, and to make us doubt and to make us fear. And the funny thing was that the minute Christian was going through, through his journey, he had met a man who was evangelist. And the evangelist was talking to him and basically uh, telling him the things that he needed to do and being his encouragement. But before he met evangelist, he was walking and he met these two people who was trying to stop him in his walk with the Lord. And as they try to stop him in his journey to go meet the king, they um, he Christian refused. And Christian was like, I'm still going to go and do this. And one of the things that, that stood out to me in this uh, moment, in this movie, was he was with a man who who wanted to follow him because he also believed in everything Christian was seeking for. And as they was walking, they end up falling in the mud. And when they fell in the mud, I like this part because it was very symbolic that the mud symbolizes people's doubts. That there were people before Christian that as they was going through this same journey that, that they had doubted once they was tempted, once they was going through a situation that they doubted the Lord. And when Christian was walking with this man that was with him, the man who fell in the mud with him was double-minded. First, he said he's not going to go. And first, he said he was going to go. And now he's saying he's not going to go. And because he didn't go, um, he was double-minded. And he changed his mind just because he fell in the mud. And that's one of the things I wanted to say. That there's going to be people who who's going to walk with you at that moment. But then once they see that, 
It's not easy that they're going to doubt, that they're going to be fearful, and they're going to want to turn to the, uh, the the same lifestyle that they was before. But it's an encouragement that you should continuously keep on going at the end of the day, that even if you're by yourself, that you're going to stand firm on the promise. And that's exactly what Christian did in his Amen. journey. Amen. Yes, it, it was. And that was a pretty... Um, a very important part of the movie because we have to get to that place where first of all he had to take a stand because they first came to convince him not to go to not to go on the journey the enemy will always send people into your life to pull you back from the call of god to pull you back from what god has called you to do but christian was very stern in his position he wanted to know the king he wanted to go to the king and he wasn't gonna let nothing stop him but then the fact that another person said you know what you sound good what you're saying sound good and there's gonna be people that when we share our testimony and we share it with our hope and our zeal and we're not afraid of what everybody else is saying or doing that will pull people in and that will cause people to want a journey a journey of their own because of your walk with God and that's what I saw from that part even though he did doubt and even though he did turn back the purpose of him going was because of Christian's testimony Christian was so stern and so strong in his position because he originally tried to get him to go back to his wife and his child but because he took a stand That encouraged that other man to want to go with him. So that is where I want to step in and say it's very important as believers, we take a stand. It don't matter who's not going to church. It don't matter who's not going to Bible study. It don't matter. You take the stand and you do it. Because when you take a stand, people are going to see that and say, you know what? It must be something to what she's talking about. It must be something to what he's talking about. Because they have this desire. They have this light in their eye that I want in my eye. Let your testimony and let your sternness and let your strong foundation be what draw other people to their own journey with God. Amen. Amen. And that's another thing I want to say about that moment, too, that also when you go out there and you're able to share your testimony. One of the things I know for a fact that us as a believers, we have to give account to why we believe what we believe in. And when we're before people, we have to express our belief. We have to express our faith because if we go to anybody any old kind of way and we just say, hey, well, I'm going this journey in the Lord and it's not, and it doesn't seem as exciting, they're going to look at you like, well, you don't really look like you're joyful or happy in your journey because it was just like Christian. And while he was in his walk going and he, and he met the man sharing his testimony with joy, it was, it was, it was that in the first place that the man was able to follow him and go with him in the first place. But if Christian was like any old kind of way, like, Hey, I'm just going to go on this journey. You want to come that, that man would not have followed him. Amen. He wouldn't have. It's very important. We have the joy. We have the, that, that, excitement no one wants to go somewhere with somebody and they don't sound like they want to go themselves you know it's hard enough the walk the walk of god is hard enough it's 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 tough enough to be a christian the last thing an unbeliever needs to see is you looking sad and sorry (laughs) that's the last thing an unbeliever like you don't look too good walking this journey and yes we're gonna have tough days and yes it's gonna be hard and yes there's warfare on top of warfare but we have to let the joy of the lord to be our strength and we gotta let that joy illuminate on the outside of us we gotta let the joy of the lord be made manifest outside of us so that be what people see let our conversation have such excitement that it draws people in it draws them 
And that's just what Christian did. And we're not going to sit here and give you the whole movie because the truth is you need to see it for yourself. We could talk about it and we could give our view and we can give our, our idea of it. And it was just awesome. But go see the movie. See it for yourself. Because the truth of the matter is we all saw different things. Like my whole ministry, we went. So we all saw something different. Everybody, we, we asked each other at the end, what was your favorite part? And what was your favorite part? And each person had a different favorite part. So it's so important you go see for yourself so you can see what stood out to you, what stood out for you, what's, what, what, what will cause you to stand, what will cause you to say, you know what, I want to use this part of the movie to help me strengthen my walk with God. I want to use this for my foundation because it helped me and it encouraged me. Because each person is going to pull something different from what you hear and what you see. So we just wanted to come on here and really share our little excitement and our view of the movie. I don't want to go too much in detail and spoil it for you. But I will tell you, it is an awesome, awesome movie that it will encourage you. It will edify you. It will strengthen you. It will even make you cry. There were scenes that I cried. When I say every area of the our life is in this in this movie, it's in there. And even more cuter, they made it a cartoon. And at first when it was coming on, I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was a cartoon, but I'm glad that it was made a cartoon because the Bible says, unless you come as a child. And it's so important that we have that childlike mentality when it comes to God, because children have a different excitement and a different glow about them. And as believers in Christ, we need to have an excitement. We need to have a glow. We need to have a zeal like children. Children are very excited about things that they love. They get super excited when they're about to do something that they enjoy. And as Christians, no matter if you're 15 or if you're 55 or if you're 85. It's time to get excited for the kingdom. It's time to have that joy of the Lord and get happy for our living Messiah. Being that it's Passion Week and being that it's Resurrection Sunday, we need to have a joy. We need to have the excitement. We need to cause people who aren't saved to get saved. Let this weekend not be in vain. Let this weekend not be in vain. Let people see your joy for the Lord. Let people see your zeal. Let them see your hunger. Now is the time to be passionate. Now is the time to share the word of the Lord. Now is the time that you pull people in with your testimony. Now is the time that people will see you and say, wow, you're really excited right now. You're really hungry right now. Let people see that because that is going to pull them into, into that circle. Because it's so important we pull them. The Bible says, how can two walk together unless we be in agreement? So it's time to start pulling people into an agreement with us by our joy. People are not going to come because we don't look happy. People are not going to come if we're complaining about our trials and tribulations. People are not going to come if we don't seem to enthuse about the word of God. We're not going to Bible study. People are not going to come. But when you, be to, when you begin to be excited, when you begin to be hopeful, when you begin to be joyful, when you start sharing the word even... Even when you're going through, when you start sharing the word, even when you're down and out, when you start sharing the word, when you pl- got pl- pain and you're afflicted in your body, this is what's going to draw people because you're taking a stand no matter the situation, no matter the circumstances. Let passion week, let that passion be in you, no matter what you're going through right now, no matter how you're feeling, let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Let the joy of the Lord strengthen your body. Let the joy of the Lord strengthen your heart. Let the joy of the Lord strengthen your mind. Let passion begin to come out of your pores this weekend. Let people see. Let your family see. Let your neighbors see. Let your co-workers see 
the living Messiah in you. He is alive and he is alive in you. He is risen family. He is risen and he is alive in you. And now it's time as Christians and as the body of Christ to live a life that is pleasing in his sight that will draw the world. The world shouldn't be drawing us. We should be drawing the world, but we need to get excited. See, you know why we're drawn to the world? Because the world is excited. The world feel the world makes it look real good with the glitz and the glamour while the church is like, woe is me, had another bad day, got another problem. Praise ye the Lord. No, that they're not doing that. The world is not complaining when they fall on hardship. The world is not complaining when they have pain in their No, it's the church. So we need to do what they're doing. Get excited. Get excited. We make our own light. We are the light of the world. They got their glitz and their glamour. We got the light of the world. Amen. Amen. We got the light of the world. So let's, let's do what they're doing. Let's get excited for our Jesus. Let's get excited for the word. Let's get excited for going to service. Let's get excited for going to Bible study. Let's get excited for going to prayer. Let's get excited. Let's get passionate. It's passion week, but don't just be passionate for this week. Let's get passionate and stay passionate. I pray that the zeal of the Lord fall on each and every one of you, that you begin to be zealous, that you begin to get bold for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. And go see that movie. Amen. Amen. I'm super excited. <laughs> Love you, family. We shall talk to you soon. And I'm blessed that my daughter came on to share her view and her thoughts on the movie. And I pray that she be on here again. Amen. Amen. Bye, Love. family. Bye.